Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production, now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Feel Good Podcast with Kimberly Snyder. My goal is to help you develop a holistic lifestyle based on our four cornerstone philosophy, food, body, emotional well-being, and spiritual growth. This holistic approach will help you feel good, which I define as being connected to your most authentic, highest self. And this is the place from which your energy, confidence, creativity, true power, and true beauty will start to explode. Every week, we provide you with interviews from top experts in their field or a solo cast from yours truly to support you in living your most beautiful, healthy, and joyful life. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder, founder of Saluna, New York Times bestselling author, and holistic wellness, nutrition, and meditation teacher. Let's get started. Hi, beauties, and welcome back to our Thursday Q&A podcast, where all of these questions have been sourced right from our amazing, amazing community. So remember that if you have a question, please be sure to submit it over at mysaluna.com, and we will be sure to read your question and hopefully feature it in an upcoming show. Our topic today is how spirituality enhances the experiences in your life. So I want to just say right off the bat that for me, the definition of spirituality is really about experiencing more expansion, more awareness, more freedom in your life. It doesn't have to be a rigid set of rules or um, doctrines. It's not about dogma. We're not asking to believe anything blindly. It's about an experience. And we tap into this deeper knowing through different practices, through introspection, through meditation, through noticing patterns in our life. And I will say from personal experience that really focusing more on more on spirituality, which is one of our cornerstones, has infinitely improved the other ones in my life. So our cornerstones are food, body, emotional well-being, and spiritual growth. And I will share that really committing to and prioritizing my meditation practice and my introspection techniques and practices, so to speak, which I share more in my upcoming book, You Are More Than You Think You Are, has benefited me in the following ways. Number one, just feeling so much more light and peaceful. Number two, feeling so much less stress, attachment to food and other people and their opinions and all this stuff outside of us. I just feel a lot more centered and a lot more empowered and autonomous. Number three, infinite creativity and ideas and ways of looking at things and projects and just wild creativity. (laughs) Number four, better relationships, closer, more meaningful, more fulfilling, um, less drama, just more understanding, more depth. And the list actually goes on and on, but I won't spend the whole podcast talking about it here, but I am very passionate about supporting you in your life because I truly believe that each of us is unique. We each have a unique purpose. We are here So I believe that my purpose is to support you and to help you really live your purpose. 
and to support your energy and your happiness and your peace. So please remember that we have free meditations that I put out every week for you over at mysaluna.com, our website, and also our Saluna app. And I go into a lot of detail about different teachings and practices and techniques in the new book, which is called You Are More Than You Think You Are, Practical Enlightenment for Everyday Life. So you can pre-order your copy over at the website and you can get some of the pre-sale bonuses that are only going to be here for about, about a month, including our Beyond Fear course. So it's one of those things, if you've been putting it off for a while, please be sure to get your copy today. And that way you get all the other bonuses on top of the book. And you can start reading the first few chapters today as well. I also want to remind you to please leave us a review on iTunes. If you haven't yet already, it is a wonderful way to support the show energetically. And it means so much. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please be sure to subscribe to our show. And that way you don't miss out on any of these Q&A community shows or our Monday interview podcasts. We have amazing guests, always. So thank you so much for being part of the community. And thank you for listening to those announcements. Okay, so let's get into our topic today. How spirituality enhances the experiences in your life. So we're talking about day-to-day. We're not talking about, you know, waiting for vacation time, which is only, you know, For many of us, a couple weeks a year or days a year or the weekends only or the holidays, but rather life is right here, right now, moment to moment. What can spirituality do to bolster the fulfillment of my life right now? So the first question comes from Jojo, who lives in New Mexico. Jojo, I love your name. Sending you so much love. Thank you for writing in. And you write, as my husband and I are cleaning out the attic, I'm seeing all of these material objects we've collected over the years. Is it possible these things are cluttering the energy in our day-to-day lives? So that's very, um, it's very intuitive of you, Jojo, to write this question and seeing all these objects. And if they're stuck in your attic, I'm guessing that you probably don't use them very much or they aren't really adding to your life. And so... I think that the so-called physical objects around us and in our home and the clutter or the decluttering um, that takes place is all part of energy and everything affects everything else, which is why the cornerstones are so powerful in building this life of true health and true vitality. And this is why one of the most powerful things that we do is we process, we learn, we take what is needed, and we let go. And we can see that across many areas of our life. Let's say from a food perspective, we take food into our bodies, we masticate, we chew, then we assimilate the nutrients through our GI tracts, and then we expel, and then we eliminate, then we poop. We, we want to allow it to release. And when we have this flow, let's say in relationships too, we you know, or incidences, let's say someone really pisses you off, you take it in, you process, you see, oh, is there any truth in what they said? Maybe partly, but maybe partly not. You learn the lesson, or maybe this isn't someone that, you know, I really want to confide in in the future, whatever it is. And then you let it go. And then it doesn't weigh you down anymore with the heaviness of resentment or holding on to a grudge. 
And so it is with physical objects. We enjoy them. And when the time is up, we pass them on. We donate them. We let them go because otherwise it starts to create more and more stagnant energy in our lives. So this is true, Jojo, with um, friendships that maybe have run its course, old food in our fridge, old stuff in our homes, all sorts of things. We want to keep the energy fresh and moving. And it's very important because as the great yogis teach us, especially Paramahansa Yogananda, who is the great yoga guru who brought yoga to the West, our environment is very important. Our environment affects our energy. So we want to be cognizant that we are building and creating and maintaining an environment that is clean and decluttered and supportive of the energy and the way that we want to feel. So it will feel so freeing, Jojo, to clean out your attic, to donate those items, to just have more space. So akash is the word in Sanskrit for space. And when we have more space, there's more energy flow. This is also a principle of feng shui. There's more chi, there's more life force, prana, whatever word you want to use. You know when you step into a room and it's just crammed with stuff, there isn't as much oxygen and life force. Same thing in our bodies. If we're constipated, as I was for many years, we just don't have the same uh, vitality. We don't have the same energy in our homes, in our bodies, in our lives. So it's a great practice to look at our four cornerstones food-wise. What can I let go of? You know, what doesn't serve me anymore? What can I clean out of my cupboard? What can I clean out of the fridge? What habit am I constantly, every Wednesday, I'm going to this special for food. It really isn't feeling good anymore. What can I let go of? Body-wise, what can I let go of in my body? This might be a good time of year to take detoxy if you haven't tried it. Our oxygen and vitamin C product just to help you release more acid and waste and toxins. You can check it out on the website. But body-wise, listen to your body. What What is going on there? Maybe it's letting go of a certain kind of workout that you've pinpointed yourself into having to do all the time or whatever it is. Emotionally, what can you let go of? Are there relationships that don't serve you anymore? Are there things, people that you can forgive and let go of anger or holding on? And spiritually, what can you let go of? Any darkness, sadness in your heart, anything that's keeping you from feeling unconditional love in this moment. It is a choice. So sometimes we think that we have to play out these energies and that we have to be weighed down, but it's not true. We can feel expansion right here, right now. We can choose it. So I encourage you, Jojo, through all areas of your life, your kitchen, your attic, your friendships, your body, just see where you can let go and notice how much more newness and beauty and expansion will come into your life. So thank you so much, my love, for being part of our community and sending you so much love. All right, our next po- our next podcast question here comes from Cindy, who lives in Tennessee. Hello, my Southern beauty. I love Tennessee and sending you lots of love wherever in Tennessee you happen to be. I'm not online much and finally playing catch up with your podcasts and noticing the spiritual topics you've been sharing. I consider myself an atheist and have steered away from this topic of religion and spirituality for a while now. What would you suggest I start with first if I'd like to bring more spirituality into my life? So thank you so much, Cindy, for your very um, candid 
question. And I applaud you for being honest and just showing up as you are. And of course, we welcome you with open arms here in the community. And I will say that to me, religion is very different than what I'm talking about. Um, I grew up religious and it didn't resonate with me past college. I didn't go to church anymore personally. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. It, it was, you know, it wasn't, it just wasn't, it just didn't feel resonant to me. So I think, you know, there was a lot of information. I had to go to Sunday school for many years and I totally respect it. And I think if people feel really good with any religion, that's wonderful. But whether you are religious or not, to me, spirituality is is a bit different. As I mentioned at the top of our show, spirituality is about an experience, experiencing the expansion that is available to us. So it means we we go beyond thinking we're just this limited bag of bones and this skin into understanding that there is a greater energy field inside of us. Now, Cindy, if you are not really into thinking about, you know, things in terms of God or spirit, there is science to this. We know that while our body seems, each atom seems to be 99.999% space, what is in that space? It's kinetic pulsating energy. So it's about tuning into our energy and it's creating more awareness. And when we are aware, for instance, of our patterns, of things that bother us, of drama that plays out in our relationships, then we start to feel more centered. It's an experience of feeling more centered in every conversation. So I'll share with you before, and I didn't really know this and kept until I kept doing this work and doing these practices and going deeper and deeper. I used to say, oh, it really bothers me when people interrupt me or sometimes when they don't agree with me. So this is when I, you know, go into these big, long conversations about con- trying to convince somebody or share with them why dairy was bad, why they shouldn't drink milk and all this stuff. And at the end, if they didn't agree with me, I would feel slighted. I would feel upset. And here now, as I sit here talking to you, I can say that underneath, layer by layer of the onion, you know, what is underneath feeling slighted? What is underneath, you know, not liking if people agree? And underneath that, I realized was this feeling of not, oh, maybe I don't, triggered this wound of not being seen and heard, which under that means a fear, triggered a fear. Maybe I'm not lovable. Maybe I I don't deserve to be seen and heard, or I'm not lovable enough to be seen and heard. And so it goes deep, deep, deep down. And once I started to really understand this fear, it didn't own me anymore. And then I could look at it and then I could start to feel that reaction every time it came up, but I would sit and breathe through it. And I would start to create a whole different mindset around, I am worthy of love. I see myself. I validate myself. I don't need other people to agree with my opinion. I agree with my own opinion. (laughs) So Cindy, you can start to see that what we're talking about here is about having more personal true power and um, confidence in being yourself and standing in your truth. So what I suggest is trying some of our practical enlightenment meditations that are only about seven minutes and try doing them in the morning. And they always have three parts. The first is a little bit of body movement to settle your body into stillness. The second is some breath work. 
So working on getting past your thoughts and into dropping into your body. And the third is the I am intention. So if you are atheist, if you don't like to think in terms of spirit, you can always think in terms of universal energy because we know there's energy waves everywhere, right? The science shows this. We know this. There's radio waves. We don't see them, but we can pick them up. That's why we have antennas and radios. So there is energy all around. So think about it more in terms of working with your energy and you can use whatever terminology feels comfortable to you. And at the same time, know that you can really start to just sit and still yourself, which has so many physical benefits as well, including resetting your nervous system, reducing inflammation, increasing focus, and activating different parts of your brain even. And so I think you'll like in the new book, You Are More Than You Think You Are, I do add a lot of supportive science for the discerning mind. So the book is really for anyone and everyone, Cindy, it's, you know, religious or not, atheist or not, agnostic, whatever. This is about energy. So we're talking about in spirituality is this experience. And once you start to understand how to work with your energy more, it means you can create more. There's a chapter in the book about magnetism. You can start to draw more into you, which is my personal experience when I started doing this work. You just start to feel more calm. Like I said, the big, the big, a big you for me was feeling peaceful and not feeling like I had to convince everyone and that everyone had to like me or agree, but really just sitting in my own sovereignty of this is what I believe and this is what feels right to me. So check it out, Cindy. And I recommend, along with the morning practice of hot water with lemon, glowing green smoothie to SPO probiotics. You give yourself seven minutes or so and just allow yourself to tune into that energy. And I think that you will, I think that you'll like it very much. And I think you'll be surprised. So please report back to me, Cindy. I'd love to hear how you do as you continue on your journey. Sending you so much love, my sister. And I'll see you back here after the break. Hey beauties, so I want to share with you a little bit about why I'm so passionate about our SBO probiotics. You may have probably heard of probiotics by now because they're super popular and probiotics do help to really rebalance your whole system and your health because we know so much is dictated by the proper balance of bacteria in our gut known as our microflora. So why are SBO probiotics. Well, these ones, just like everything else that I love to teach about, these are based on mother nature. They're based in, SBO stands for soil-based organisms. So they're based in the soil, the bacteria in the soil that our ancestors used to eat in small amounts. And that would really help to nourish their guts and to keep them healthy. And that's how our ancestors got their probiotics. This type of probiotic is very hardy. It also survives stomach acid. So it goes into your gut where it proliferates and that's where you get the benefits. SBO probiotics are so powerful. You don't need to refrigerate them. You take them every day and you can get benefits as far as better digestion, more energy, higher immunity, even better skin. I love these probiotics. I stand by them a million percent. I take them every day. I recommend them to all my clients. So check them out for yourself if you haven't yet already over at mysaluna.com. 
and you can use the code wellness15 for 15% off all supplements or skincare, excluding bundles. Again, that's wellness15 for 15% all supplements and skincare, including these amazing SBO probiotics. All right, my loves, we are back from our break and we have two more questions for you on this topic of how spirituality enhances the experiences in your life. And again, with spirituality, we're talking about experiencing expansion, self-awareness, more freedom, more awakeness. So what I mean by more awakeness means we're aware of our patterns. We're aware of what our wounds, how we act out of the wounded ego, how we're triggered, how we stay small, how we don't live the most fulfilling, amazing lives that are available to us. So there's great freedom that comes from tuning into the spiritual growth aspect, our fourth cornerstone. So I'm very excited about this topic, if you can't tell. (laughs) All right, our next question comes from Jane, who lives in Alabama, another Southern beauty. Hello, my love down there, sending a big warm hug. And Jane writes, Have you ever felt like your life doesn't have real meaning? It just hit me now in my 30s. And I've read that I've read that questions about one's personal life can surface during this period of time. I want to get out of this mindset quickly as I know it can't be healthy for me. Any quick go-tos, Kimberly? So Jane, thank you so much for your question, my love. I have definitely felt this. I think we've all felt this. This dark night of the soul where we feel despondent and we feel, eh, what's the point of any of this, right? So I will say, Jane, that this can happen in your 30s. It can happen any decade, I'll be honest with you. I think it happened to me when I was 16 years old as well, right? So it really is two things I want to say here. Number one, this is a call to go inward. When we feel that our life doesn't have meaning, it is for one reason. It is because we are over-identifying with the ego, with this false self, with this part of us that thinks that, oh, my life has meaning if I achieve more, if I make a certain amount of money, if I have a certain amount of kids and a certain kind of house and I check this checklist, that's where the meaning comes from. And then guess what? You check the whole list of things And then there's still this emptiness inside of you. It still feels unfulfilling. It still feels vacuous. And why? Because the solution to the problem cannot be found where the problem is. We need to go to a different system. So the problem lies in over-identifying with the doing, with the ego. And the solution instead is to break our bonds to break our over-identification with the ego and instead start to connect more and more deeply with the true self, the true self that is inside of each and every one of us. Cindy was writing into our last question as an atheist. So I would explain to Cindy, you know, it's this, it's the voice of our heart, of our intuition, If you like to use other language, like spirit, source, God, you can say this is spirit individualized inside of me. This is the drop of consciousness that I am. I am that I am. And so life rapidly changes when we start to shift our identity. Now, you say, Jane, a quick go-to. 
So Yogananda talks about a cave being in darkness for a thousand years, but shine the light and the darkness vanishes as if it had never been. So what I would say to you, Jane, is we don't know when that light starts to click, like we really get it. For me, I saw the light of like, oh yes, I'm more than this, but it takes practice. The meditation practice, the stillness practice, these practices of introspection I teach in the new book to really anchor into this new, this new way of looking at things, into this new perspective. So, but you can start right away, Jane. You can start by watching your breath, doing your meditations in the morning and evening, and noticing when you start to feel these feelings of despondency or like, what's the point of this? I don't have meaning. Just remind yourself, I am identifying with the ego. And then if you can take a break and do a mini pause or move your body and get out in nature and get out in the fresh air and shift your environment and look around or maybe have a hot elixir, um, that is very powerful. The next thing that I would suggest adding into your life right here, right now, is how can I serve other people more? It doesn't have to be as literal as I'm going to go volunteer at the soup kitchen every Wednesday night. It can be, but it can also be, hey, I'm going to carve out, you know, X amount of hours per week or per month to mentor someone new or, you know, whatever, um, uh, intern at my company. I'm going to bring as much happiness as I can into the office every day. I'm going to organize um, a party for my neighbors and share with them how much I appreciate them. I'm going to, whatever it is, think service, Jane, because spirituality, as I mentioned, is this idea of expansion. And the way we can expand practically in everyday life, your physical 3D reality, is to serve people more, to serve all our brothers and sisters, to spread love, to use our efforts, our energy, whatever we're doing, and to include the good of other people. And then pretty quickly, Jane, we will start to see meaning in our lives pour in in spades. We understand, we experience that we are all important. This is not, you know, some haphazard coincidence that you're here and that you're listening to this right now, let's be real, is not a coincidence. You are here for a reason. And so if you keep your life focused on you alone and your small circle of family and friends, it will start to feel meaningless because that is an expansive, is it? But when you start to include helping others, lifting them up, supporting them in all the infinite ways that we can do that. We can do it physically. We can do it with our energy. We can do it with our efforts. We can donate. We can do all sorts of things. And I don't mean just donate money, but no, donate time and happiness and energy and smiles. We will expand. Meaning will come in very quickly into your life, Jane. So try meditating every day, as I mentioned, and also as a practice for aligning with the true self and also start working on cultivating more um, service in what you do in your everyday life and notice how that expands as well. So thank you so much, my love, for being part of our community. I love you and I am honored and so excited that we are connected. Connection expands 
bands beyond time and space. So there you are in Alabama and I'm sending you a big warm hug and please keep in touch with me. I'd love to hear how you're doing. Thank you so much. All right, my loves, our last question here tonight comes from Paulina who lives in Germany and she writes, Oh, hello. First of all, my love in Germany across the ocean to a country I have spent a lot of time. Well, not a lot, a lot of time, but I've spent time in beautiful um, vineyards, Munich. I've been to a um, beer garden back in my day. <laughs> Hi, love. Okay. Your question is curious how long it took you to add meditations into your routine and how much has this impacted your life? Oh, wow. So I'll say, Paulina, I'm going to be very honest with you, as I have always been with, with our beloveds here. I went backpacking after college, and I started to really get interested in yoga and meditation. But I was in and out. So I would do it, and it was amazing. And I was seeing these patterns come in my life. And it's funny how sometimes when things are really working, then we kind of like, we don't pay as much attention to them because things are really good. So I've been in and out of meditation for well over a decade now. And I've, you know, I've had the same philosophy. I've been following Yogananda's teachings since I've been backpacking. So I wasn't jumping around. But for me, the turning point was when I hit rock bottom. And this is something that I describe in the book in much detail. When I became a single mom, I lost my mom and I was a new mom all in the same period. And it was really hard. And my I sense of self, my sense of ego, my identity was really shaken. And it's in times like this, I think when we're at the bottom, it's when we know we either believe in our practices or not. And so it was during this time that I went deep into my meditation practice and I clung to it. It was like my life raft. And I didn't know everything on the outside seemed really scary and overwhelming. And I was crying a lot and I was embarrassed. And for some reason, like, you know, I just cared so much what people thought. So I didn't even want to talk about it that much. And in times like that, you don't really have a choice but to go deeper inside yourself. You know, my dad was a mess. He wasn't handling things well. So I was the one making arrangements and talking to the doctors and all the things that were happening at that time. And so I felt, mm, I don't know if I felt that supported outwardly, but I got my support inwardly. And when I started to meditate with real focus during that period, because it was so hard, that's when I started to really see. And I had seen benefits before and I had seen progress, but this is when I saw a, a much a quicker evolution and things were moving ahead. And I was starting to notice more about myself. And then I could let go of more of these things that I didn't even know were inside of me. And some of these, um, you know, the darkness, call the darkness and any absence of light. So things that were in the dark and tendencies and ways that I could be judgmental or mean or whatever it was, it all started to come forward. And so I will say today, Paulina, with absolute, truthful, wholehearted honesty, 
my meditation practice and all these teachings in this new book, You Are More Than You Think You Are, which I'm sharing for the first time, has not just impacted my life. It has saved my life. It has taken me from anxiousness, achievement-oriented, still perfectionist, not fully present into love, (laughs) into wholeness, into confidence, into vitality, into not worrying so much about food, just knowing what to do and not being so attached so it's much more easeful. My body has a lot more energy. My relationships are deep and fulfilling and I found my soulmate husband and I didn't even think that this kind of relationship was possible. So I assure you, Paulina, that spending time on meditation and and in an effective way that can lead you towards the oneness, that can lead you towards the unity within yourself, which is what our practical enlightenment meditations are about, and what um, you know what we focus on here in our community, it will benefit the whole of your life. It will benefit everything. It will expand your self-awareness, your love, your connection, your relationships, because everything is filtered through this this, um, perspective, this energy. Everything affects everything else. So I encourage you, just as I did with our other beauties, to check out our Practical Enlightenment Meditations, which are free, and we put them out regularly. So you can find a few that you resonate with, or you can try all different ones. In our Saluna Circle chat, in our support group tonight, someone was saying that the warrior meditation was their favorite one, and everybody was excited, and they were doing that meditation. And then there was a grounding one, I think, from a few months ago that people really loved as well. So you can see what feels right for you. It can be seasonal or you know where you are in the week or in the month, and just see how it vibes with you. So thank you so much, Paulina, and sending you so much love out there to Germany. All right, my loves. So we're going to do our quote of the week. And this one comes from the new book. I am just so excited to share with it, share this with you truly from my heart. I don't feel like I have anything to prove anymore. I just want to share, honestly. And this is my full playbook. And I just can't wait to get it into your hands. I can't wait for you to read it and for it to go into your heart and to benefit your life. That is really all that I want, sincerely. So this quote comes from chapter nine, you are confidence. You don't have to acquire anything. You have it already. The gold of the soul is right there within you, covered with the mud of delusion. All you have to do is scrape off that mud. I'll say it again from Paramahansa Yogananda. You don't have to acquire anything. You have it already. The gold of the soul is right there within you, covered with the mud of delusion. All you have to do is scrape off that mud. Paramahansa Yogananda. So this is what spirituality gives you. The deep peace and knowingness that you need not acquire anything. You don't need that much from the outside world. You tune into the true self, into your soul, into the love and the peace and the joy and the bliss that is inside of you 
waiting to be activated, waiting to be connected to by you and your meditations and your stillness and your practices. I promise it is inside each and every single one of us. So I cannot wait for you to go deeper and deeper. My love, remember, I'm always here for you. You can reach out with more podcast questions. Please write them into me. I love, love, love to hear what you're wondering about. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at underscore Kimberly Snyder or write into the website or wherever you want to reach out. I'm always here. I'm always listening. And I love you so much. I'm always, I care. (laughs) Believe me, I care. So I will see you back here on Monday for our next interview podcast. Till then, sending you so much love, my beauty, and see you back here soon. Namaste. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.